Oh. <laughs> wow, Ricky. Wow. Okay. Technical difficulties aside, it's Friday, October 14th. 2022, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel Podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we review the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as other superpowered news um, that caught our attention. When I say we, I'm referring to my cool cast of comic book nerds joining me this evening. First up, okay, maybe he's not a true, true comic book nerd, but like, you know, uh, he's 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 trying, he's trying. Um, it's the man behind the buttons, Ricky. I made my Wong cameo for a split second there. You did. You made a cameo at the beginning of the show when you're supposed <laughs> to bring me on. Uh, dude, I'm got I'm getting nervous about every week saying you're the man behind the switches. I mean, that's an accurate start. statement. It is. I mean, it is. I push a switch. <laughs> Sometimes not the right one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I did say, uh, you know, a cast of comic book nerds. Um, so I'm going to get our other our other one out today. Uh, he's our special guest. Um, he's obsessed with the Hulk. It has this is this is what he wanted me to say. Tens of thousands of dollars in Hulk memorabilia in his home office. Welcome to the for the first time of the show, uh, Adam. What's happening? And I wasn't like, hey, brag about how much I've spent on Hulk <laughs> shit. But, you know, I appreciate it. <laughs> I guess that number really tells you how much I love the Hulk, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. I got I got that, you know. Um, yeah. I'm excited because, like, I um, I have had Hulk fans on the show before, actually. Uh, uh, but never to, to really talk about the Hulk. Like, I, Interesting. I think, I think Kelly was the only one who ever, who, that's his, that's his guy. That's his, um, yeah. that's his person. And so, but we've had like, a, I have like a lot of nerdy friends, like way too many. And um, I, I mean, really should. MCU has been like Hulk adjacent for like a minute, right? Um, It's true. Uh, it's true. It's yeah. It's a little upsetting. I know. I know for, for the hardcore Hulk fans, they haven't necessarily gotten everything they wanted over the years. But um, that's why I'm excited to have you here. And I just wanted you to give it, give us a chance. I get the audience, anybody who's listening uh, live or later to tell us about like, you know, what Marvel and the Hulk mean to you. All right. I'll tell you the story. I don't want to get all sappy about it if you're out there watching. So I had a, it's, it's just like Bruce Banner. I mean, normal guy, pretty smart and had a father who was just insanely abusive, screamed at me, hurt me, did a lot of stuff. So I think I've always loved uh, just the whole Bruce Banner Hulk dynamic. Um, don't worry, my life's great. So I don't want anyone out there feeling too bad. But I mean, it was just it was just something I like. And, you know, I grew up suffering from severe anger issues and I've had to work pretty hard at it. I mean, I'm the CEO of a company now, but I I really figured out a while back, like how to take that anger. It's still there. I still feel it. I still have it. It doesn't go away. Um, I've just used it for good and used it for things I care about and things I'm passionate about. And that's why, you know, Avengers one comes out and, you know, he says, it's my secret cap. I'm always angry. It's like, I felt that so deeply because that's how I feel. Like I'm, it's, it's like how people know me is like, I, even though I'm always joking around, like I, I always have that little fire inside of me. So love the Hulk. My wife and I were in New York like two weeks ago. We literally went up to the bridge and I like pulled out my phone for that scene and like filmed it exactly where they were on that bridge. So anyway, yeah, big fan of the Hulk. I mean, Marvel is everything too, but especially Hulk and Kevin Feige, if you're watching, can we, can we break some shit, please? <laughs> Cost money. 
too much money. It just costs that's, money. That's awesome. And just to give you like a really simple gauge, like where you relate to the Hulk, like that's that your love of him is my love of Spider-Man uh, as a kid, as a kid growing up. What was weird is, is like, because I am, I'm a kid who's always lived. I, I'm sorry. I'm still a kid at heart, but um, <laughs> I've, I'm, I've always been in a wheelchair my whole life. And uh, for me seeing, you know, like when I was a kid, you know, it was, it was healthier for me to crawl around the house, you know, like uh, throughout the day for exercise and stuff like that. So all I did was crawl like constantly. So when I first learned of a character that crawls on walls and crawls, you know, like all over yeah. the place, that was super, that was super appealing to me, even though at the time I loved watching Lou Ferrigno uh, and Bill <laughs> Bixby do the thing. I'm dating myself pretty well. Um, I loved watching that, that, that show. That was my absolute favorite TV show for a brief period of my life. And I, I still wanted to know more about what Spider-Man was. And so like, the more I, you know, when I started reading him, I, I started relating to the character on so many other ways, you know, cool. other ways and stuff. And so I think that's cool. And I think that's why I'm so happy to have you here because like we all have different characters that we relate to, but we all still have that level of understanding, you know, about what that, that extra that layer, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like when you describe the Hulk, I know, I know you, man, I get it because like, I feel that way about Spider-Man, you know, and it's, yeah. it's really, it's important to have heroes that you can like, you know, like look up to that aren't necessarily real life people because they usually disappoint you pretty good. So. <laughs> no, I, it's actually funny. You just said that. Cause I've, I've actually told people that I've had people say to me, like, dude, you're an adult. Like you're spending all this money on Hulk shit. Why? And I'm like, I said, you know, you could go be a fan of an athlete and then they'll go do something stupid. You could be a fan of X, Y, but I'm like, the Hulk is just a piece of history. He's just a character that has been inspiration for me for a long time. And that's what makes, that's what makes it so great. I've never yeah. thought of it that way, but that's so true. Oh, yeah. really? That's how many, why how many I athletes you... or famous people have like let you down over the years. It's been a rough week for me. This is why I constantly <laughs> rag on your love of Kanye West. Oh no, this we don't have to bring I, it up. I never let it go. I never let it go. It's been a rough, like, rough couple weeks. You can't take down my Spider-Man. You can't do it. Like he's my guy for We had uh, Parker man. He's not we had do anything. Guests yeah. over this week, and I have a, a Kanye poster framed in my office. <laughs> And I had to take it down. <laughs> that's awkward. That's that is kid. awkward. That's ex- uh, but literally, like that's exactly what I just meant. So yeah. Real quick, yeah. Adam, got I got to rank uh, rank the Hulks for me. The live action Hulks. Where where you where you stand in? Well, I mean, you have to go Ruffalo one. Um, I don't know. I actually love the Eric Bana. Not I I mean the the VFX are kind of whatever, but just the the comic paneling in that movie is just so amazing. The sentiment seems to come around for that movie nowadays. Yeah, I, I mean it's just and it's and it's and it's kind of I mean you get to see his father you know kill his mother, which is a big part of it, and you kind of get to see like some of those things start building up in him. Um, the thing I like about Ruffalo though is like Banna's a big dude, and Edward Norton's a, a fairly big dude, and. Those that was always the issue I had with Wolverine. It's like I love Hugh Jackman, and like my wife, you know, I watch my wife watch it with my wife. My wife's like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool," but like Wolverine's like five three in the comics. Like he shouldn't be towering over anyone. Yeah. So that's why I like Ruffalo. Ruffalo's just like he looks like Bruce Banner to me. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's just a scientist guy, and and Ban Eric Ban is just a big dude. So 
uh, yeah, I'd go, I'd probably, I'd go Banna two and uh, Norton three. All right. That's pretty good. Wait, 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 where, where was Ferrigno? <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, I mean, well, like you do the, I guess, you I mean, honestly, you, you almost have to put Ferrigno one only because like to be able to be the Hulk with no VFX is pretty badass. To me, he is number one. And he was like, honestly, he was still the Hulk in the Avengers. That was his voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, he was yeah. For- yeah. So, like, for me, I got to have my cake and eat it, too, because I got to have two awesome people be the Hulk at the same time, you know, so. Uh, I do love the scene with Edward Norton, though, where he's, like, got the extra the pizza, pizza for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Let me in. Yeah, that was cool. Well, this has been awesome so far. I'm pretty excited for the rest of the show. I'm going to get some formalities out of the way before we keep going any further. Um, uh, uh, first off, as advertised, we're, we're going to be, I know we're talking a lot about the Hulk, but we are putting a spotlight on the final two episodes of She-Hulk tonight uh, as She-Hulk Attorney at Law on Disney+. Plus. Um, we actually should probably spend a little bit of time talking about Werewolf by Night, yeah. just in case, because we didn't have a show last week. Um, and so that came out last Friday. And if you guys... If you guys want, I'm going to chat about that, uh, you know, just yeah. really briefly. And then, uh, you know, for those of you joining us live, you know, like uh, you also have, uh, we'll be checking the comments, but we also have, uh, you know, nerd news and trivia that you can play along with as well or uh, interject your opinions on. Um, and if you can't get enough of us, you should visit patreon.com slash Media, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings. Um, including recent episodes of our live after show, The Soapbox. Patrons get exclusive access to chat with us, but if that's not your thing, don't worry. We'll be releasing it to the public next week. Or, yeah, I think that's it. That's all my formalities. It's a lot. Nice. Um, Ricky, mm-hmm. do you want to do your news that you prepared for us first or talk about Werewolf by Night? Oh, let's talk about Werewolf by Night. Let's, let's mix it up a bit. It's a Spoil- light news week anyways. Spoiler warning. Um, just for anybody who didn't get a chance to watch it in the last week. I just want to put that out there. World Fight Night came out. Kind of. It just kind of snuck up on us. Showed up on Friday on uh, Disney Plus. And uh, it is a Marvel Studios production. So let's go. I think you guys all watched it. Is that safe to say? Watched oh, it, yeah. yeah. I, I was a yeah. morning wake up early and watch it type of deal. Like <laughs> I was pretty stoked on it. I was pretty happy. I was pretty weirded out by the runtime. And but then I understood that's why it's called a special presentation, right? So well it worked only- so well. I mean, just I hope and I would assume that's not the last time we get like one of those. Cause that's it's a great way to just put something out there and not have to commit to a movie budget, you know. But you still you still get you still get the flavor of it and now it exists and they can use it again if they want. If not, it's it's done, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Adam, uh, what did like what was your knowledge level of each of the characters in that story before you watched it? Uh, Man thing, three out of ten. Elsa Bloodstone, maybe five out of ten. And then, you know, Werewolf by Night, pretty low. I I thought maybe I kind of knew he had some Moon Knight connections, but I I loved the I loved it. A B. I thought the runtime was actually really cool. I listened to uh, an interview with the director today talking about how they were going back and forth between color and black and white. Um, Glad they went with black and white. And yeah, I mean, sort of like what Ricky was saying, it's just smart because 
you either do a movie or you do a show, you commit a lot of money and you know, you find out that people aren't really into it. It's kind of a waste of money. And they could probably just sit back, watch social media and say, who'd they like? Oh, they love man thing. Great. Now we know we can bring monsters in. Um, I would love to yeah. see this director just do blades since they need a director now. I mean, <laughs> that would be like perfect. So yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I hope they do more of those. It's a good point because they are still scrambling for a director for that one, right? And Michael Giancino, yeah. uh, he's always been the composer for a ton of Marvel movies and a lot of your favorite like Pixar movies too. And stuff. So, uh, yeah, the oh, yeah, he did. He did the Batman also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that guy's gotten around like just doing amazing music. And now he just like suddenly is a, this amazing director too. Like that, <laughs> that was, I was not expecting that level of horror from anything they really horrible. went for it That's i mean it, they they didn't like pull yeah. back from the you know the i'll say the cheesiness right of, of the old horror movies but what would I you mean, call it that blood was not from well not the blood but movie. like the like intro that. and the thunder the lightning the whole setup in the title cards like it was just classic horror yeah it's the aesthetic of like you know a, a classic it was a it was a love letter to the universal pictures right the universal yeah. movies like it definitely was that you know like um we, you know, we had Travis on a few weeks ago asking him if he was going to be excited about this movie, this show. And he, and was, he was like a hard no, hard no, because he rejects fundamentally that style of werewolf, right? Because but, like he wants to see a, a monster monster and I get it. And so, yeah, if that's not your aesthetic, woo, do not watch Werewolf by Night for the werewolf. But that well, said, there are other things that are far more special looking in this episode in this movie or this special presentation. short yeah. yeah 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 so like i'm okay with that being the aesthetic of a werewolf in marvel universe if that's the aesthetic of a man thing also you know what i mean like that's it was pretty cool man thing looks so cool i mean he that's just so good and that was and that was practical it wasn't even vfx i mean they had someone in the suit standing mm -hmm. there I mean, they had they layered VFX over it, but yeah, that was like a practical shot, and that's just that it was perfect. I mean, I think you're gonna have the same love of people who love Groot; they'll probably love Man Thing. You like a Groot, the Groot and yeah, you love Man Thing. Yeah, they they showed some restraint too. Like there wasn't any hooks to the bigger world either. Like I know, if I can recall, the lady bad guy from Iron Man three that has a scar on the face in the comics that's from man thing right i Interesting. i, I, didn't know I that. think that's what it is um but I, anyways they, they didn't gonna... try to loop anything back into like the bigger picture like they very clearly set it up beginning say hey there's avengers and then there's monster 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 hunters but they definitely left the door open for that yeah. to still be existing in the year because they did explain that the bloodstone keeps people alive longer than they should be so depending on how thoroughly you were looking at the, the, the dates on those those uh, caskets, I don't think it even matters what the dates on those caskets were, right? Like Elsa yeah. can still be alive if they decide they want her to be alive. Same goes for a werewolf and same goes for a man oh, yeah. thing, right? Like So there's nothing to say. It, it's like you said, they're going to data mine the internet and they're going to decide. I mean, um, that man thing is going to Yeah. If people liked it enough, that that's gonna be in Fantastic Four number two. Or something <laughs> like that. It's just gonna be in, in twenty twenty nine. Yeah, exactly. You know, so 
uh, I thought it was a great uh, little horror story. Um, I thought, like, Ricky, my question to you, because, like, Adam, I actually got Ricky to read, like, one of his first, like, full comic stories <laughs> last year, which was Next Wave. Uh, and one of the main members of that team is Elsa Bloodstone. Ricky, how accurate was the Elsa? Um, the jacket was red. <laughs> and she had a, she got a gun right at the end of it. She had the rifles. She, she had, had the, the rifles. rifles and yeah. yeah, that's that's all I remember from next week. <laughs> Elsa Bloodstone. Is she <laughs> nice. in, in Marvel Unlimited 3 or Marvel? Uh, she's like... in the, the Nintendo one, yeah. Okay. Unlimited, yeah, 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 yeah. Marvel yeah. Ultimate yeah. Alliance 3. Ultimate that's Elsa Bloodstone. That's all I need. Man Thing yeah, had the three mean. tentacles. He looked like Man Thing. I'm happy. <laughs> I like his powers. I mean, I, I I I started reading some comics, but just like the visualization of them on the show is great. The visualization was cool. I, my favorite thing about this appearance of Man Thing is like he did the he did the thing that you, you hope any small character appearance of a superhero gets to do, which is make people want to know more. And my wife saw Man Thing, and she was like, "What is that he's doing to people?" And I'm like, "Hey, man, those who know fear." Let me tell you about his dimension the swamp. The Man Thing. That's that's. I was like, you know what? I can't explain it well enough. I'm gonna go find you a TikTok that explains it better because I can't be in charge of knowing everything about every single one of these characters. I just know you you'll get burned by the Man Thing, and so I was really happy to see that. Uh, his final kill was great on the great ant or whatever. I mean, she she got rocked. That's all you yeah. could want. <laughs> Agreed. But and by the way, my my full knowledge of Werewolf by Night is exactly um I did research for Moon Knight a few months ago. He popped I up read, there. I read the first appearance of Moon Knight, which was in a Werewolf by Night story, and um I didn't care for that character at all. And everything Diego Luna did was a million times more interesting to me. That wasn't Diego wow. Luna, was it? No. No, Diego Luna was no that was Andor. Oh sorry, sorry, That's sorry. Andor. I'm thinking of Andor. Andor. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Garcia Bernal, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um yes. You get us canceled here, man. I'm not getting us canceled. <laughs> if I'm anyone's half, getting us canceled, it might be me. I'm half Mexican, so it's okay. I, 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 <laughs> half of me screwed up. The other half is probably not actually gonna apologize for it. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah no um that man was such an interesting character in that show and so uh i want to see more i want to see more of the the ghetto werewolf you know and like maybe blade will open the door i yeah, i was kind of like i was kind of half and half on blade like i was like is blade gonna show up in this is blade gonna show up and then at the end i was like Right, like, but I kind of like it. They didn't even talk about him. Like, I would, I would have been content if they would have said, "Oh, there's this vampire dude," right? Like, leave it at that. But I kind of like that they did it now because they're they're doing the same thing that She Hulk is doing, which is showing the audience that the Marvel universe is way bigger than we thought it was, and just the movies just have not focused on these things. And that's a very clever way of introducing a lot of characters because. I don't want to have some giant Omega event that causes all the mutants to show up or, you know, or all the other things. If they've been there the whole time and the media is just not, you know, paying attention to them, that's super cool. So like to have the supernatural world set up and not even be part of Blade, like that's awesome. Like that's really cool and scary, I guess. 
Uh, I got somebody in the comments is, is talking right now. It's C. Cow Soda. Welcome back. Uh, the fire hands just seems uh, so weird to me. Antithetical to plants, which are burned by fire. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's a I fair, mean, that's yeah. a fair thing. It probably uh, looked cool you, when they drew it, and then they were like, well, this is his power now. Yeah, but for anybody <laughs> who doesn't know, Ted's powers are a little bit of a mix of uh, science freakery and uh, mysticism. So it's okay if he's a plant monster that can burn people at the touch, only when they're afraid of him. That's his thing. Um, it's weird. I mean, in fairness, like one of his biggest team ups in the comics is with Howard the Duck. So like, I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know where to place the man. But isn't that great about the MCU? It's like you can take like C level characters like that, and all in all of a sudden they're going to be super. I mean, look at like the Guardians were the same way. No one knew about the Guardians. Um, and and, and Man Thing could be big if they did the marketing <laughs> yeah. right and did the story right. It could be big. Or he could just be poor man's group. You know, we don't know. Once yeah. he gets merch at uh, at Disneyland, that's how you know he made it. It's true. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's true. All right. I, before I give Ricky the green light on it, um, Adam, I just need to, to gauge how are you feeling tonight talking about just Marvel stuff? I love talking about just Marvel stuff. I talk about Marvel stuff all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then this is awesome. Um, you're in the right place. And Ricky, I think you should kick us off with some news. Let's do it. Only the hardest hitting news here on the uh, Den Excelsior podcast. <laughs> um, we usually don't comment or comment on rumors and speculations, but this one's been making you the rounds. Do it all the time. You do it all the time. <laughs> uh harrison ford is uh rumored to be playing uh or taking over the role of uh, thunderbolts ross in uh, captain america new uh the new world new world order that's kind of a big one that's a big pull huge it's so this this rumor is going around around d23 and then it stopped after the conference um the letdown of a conference and all of a sudden, this, it just came out, came back up out of the blue. But you're starting to get like variety to report on it, deadline to report on it. So it's, I would assume there's some weight behind that. Uh, but yeah, so so uh, William Hurt, right, was the last last the uh, yeah he passed, he passed he passed earlier away. this year this year I think. Yeah, I mean, but shit to replace him with Harrison Ford. I mean, that's a how many trucks of money do you think they had to drop at his door? I don't well, know like, if it was really a lot, but enough you got a lot of people doing these like star wars marvel crossovers but i mean i was thinking about red hulk when uh when he passed away and i'm thinking okay it's either sam elliott i was pretty locked in <laughs> dude like, sam yeah, elliott was the be... best thunderbolt ross ever period yeah like and then but half the people wouldn't even know the difference if you put sam elliott in hey, no well, you would I know guess. the difference uh, sam no, elliott but i mean i think the average yeah, I. But I mean, I will say this: like, you know, I, even this picture you got up of Harrison Ford, you know, I, I'm. I feel like I can visualize Red Hulk there, and I feel like I can visualize Thunderbolt Ross. Well, that's the question, right? Do if just just because they have him there, do you think they they do Red Hulk? Like, I don't. I, well, I don't think that I means. Think, I think that's the reason we there are a billion podcasts like ours is because everybody wants to speculate that the Red Hulk's going to come. You know, I mean. He's 80, so if they're going to do the, the Red Hulk, they're going to yeah, do it. That's the too. other thing. Yeah, he's going to die. Yeah, they're not going to do it for long, right? 
Yeah. But we'll get or, Red She-Hulk. Or, or, I mean, to be fair, I don't know how this pisses you off or not, but like, I've always seen Mark Ruffalo as having the sweetest gig in all of the MCU because technically, I mean, he's, he's, I love that he actually wears the mocap suit and he actually tries to film all the action like himself of the Hulk. I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Not necessary. Not necessary. At this point, they have recorded him doing so many different movements. They could get an AI to give us a Mark Ruffalo Hulk that would be. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Right. Give me, so, give think, me Harrison I mean, Ford in the mocap suit. And so, what I'm saying to you is, Mark Ruffalo has the sweetest gig because at a, at a certain point, he's just voice acting. He's, he could do it from his closet, like he could like phone in the scenes for the Hulk, and it would be fine, right? Like, well, for the scenes for the Hulk, yes. And I think like I'm saying at a, a certain point, no more Banner is that's what I mean. No, I don't want. I want Banner back. Yeah. Well, well I mean, or or we'll get or, or and I'm going to take us off topic here, but or you know or we split them up like they do in the comics, and we you know we get to let them do their own thing. Um, but and then let Banner die and let the Hulk exist in CG world forever. Well, I mean, but I'll tell you, I I like a lot of Banner, especially no one likes Ultron. No, but I thought oh, no, no. Was great. I'm not I'm not hating on Banner at all. What I'm saying is Mark Ruffalo, the actor, has an out. He has the oh yeah out, yeah right? because like. The character Hulk doesn't ever have to die. Like it doesn't have to die. Yeah, right? you're um, and so what I'm saying like is, is they could use Harrison Ford for a few more years as Thunderbolt Ross. And then when the time comes, oh, God. when Harrison Ford dies, they can still he's use just Red Hulk, Red Hulk, Hulk for the forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. What but, was that, that news that came out a few weeks ago? Like James Earl Jones officially signed over like his, voice ai that's what name. i'm saying oh man that's what i'm saying the whole yeah, bullets was gonna do that you know yeah. everyone's gonna do that yeah harrison ford will cash out like that sure Mark don't Ruffalo make a bajillion may do that movies. but harrison ford will definitely do that he wants a okay. new plane exactly <laughs> you know. um but that all of this brings up something very similar that i i was i was interested in bringing up today i hope it's not too uh, you know uh too much of a conflict but uh i saw a post about this very uh news news rumor or whatever they kind of upset me because people were saying okay so oh marvel you'll recast thunderbolt ross but you won't recast black panther yeah, that. that's rough guys like if you yeah. don't have the comprehension to to get that what's the difference between those two characters like and why one could be so much more meaningful I, you know, I've been on this show before and argued in favor of recasting, but I still, like, even that said, I still understand the difference you, in the argument between a, recasting a Thunderbolt Ross versus. You a can't Black recast Man. down. That That's what it comes down to. <laughs> right? Like, if we're putting chips on the table. The Harrison <laughs> Ford stock is worth exponentially more than the, the William Hurt stock. Is that a knock on William Hurt? No, but like, come yeah, on, that dude, man. he puts butts in seats. He puts, but you yeah. know, people I mean, go to the movie to see Harrison Ford. I had a nicer reason for it, but, but I mean, it's gonna, funny. I'm like, not, we have to like, I'm not going to disagree it. with Ricky either on this. It, it's like, all man. money. Like, it's a business. Like, if I can yeah. get Harrison Ford in my movie to do a role, hell yeah. You know, let's do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. I agree. All right. Ricky, what yeah. else you got? I got uh, closing out on some more movie news. Uh, 
uh, MCU got re reshuffled. Um, so this all kind of came on the tail end of Blade losing their director. That movie was actually supposed to start filming uh, later this month, beginning of next month. So all that got put on hold because of that movie got pushed back. So Blade is coming out now, November. Uh, it's going from November 3rd of 2023 to September 6th of 2024. Deadpool 3 is getting shifted from 2024, from September to November. So not a big move there. Fantastic Four got pushed back to 2025, and Avengers uh, Secret Wars got pushed back a year to uh, May 5th, 2026. That I one do. was a... Uh, I mean, when they announced at Comic-Con, they put the big timetable there, and they were going to get two Avengers movies in, in one year. There was no way that was going to no happen. No one bought that. Yeah, you just, no it just way. wouldn't be possible. You'd have half of Hollywood, especially with what they're probably going to do. Like You would have had half of Hollywood tied up with Marvel stuff. There's no way. I mean, half of Hollywood's already tied up with Marvel stuff. I, <laughs> I mean, that's just you the know, reality. I, I'll hey, take we, a billion we, dollar movie on two years of of uh, books rather than one, right? Like, yeah, sure. Spread the wealth. Um, we do, but I mean, the counter counter argument to that, I have learned that because of COVID and because of the nature of Disney Plus, the Marvel fan in general is significantly less patient than they used to be. Just they're gonna have to chill. Yeah, they're gonna Just have to saying. chill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then maybe that's why they were planning to do the two in the same year, because they like people can't people people couldn't handle it. But uh by the way, I do have uh some comments, some questions that do do, do raise a point against what Ricky was saying earlier. Uh was Ed Norton a cast down for the Hulk? Mm. Or was I think he, he was a big Sorry, enough. Was... Was he right. a cast down, or, or was he... I guess Mark was Mark Ruffalo cast down, or was right? Matt, or was yeah, or was Mark Ruffalo the cast down? I think Ed Norton was definitely better than Eric Bana. Yeah, mm. I just I like him, the actor. I I struggle to like Bana, even though he's bigger, felt a little bit more Banner to me. Of course, you're talking like the most sensitive guy about who looks like and acts like Bruce Banner on Earth and me. <laughs> so, yeah, like Edward Norton's great. He just I didn't get Banner vibes from him. It was That's it didn't fair. mean it was a bad movie. It's I mean, fair. it was a great yeah. movie. Holy shit. Like the scene where he's, you know, in the in, at the college and the bridge and it mm -hmm. starts filling up with smoke and all of a sudden the big Hulk hand hits the glass. Like, love that. But I don't know. I just I, I wasn't I wasn't looking at bruce banner it's like you look at robert downey jr you're like that's that iron man yeah. iron man yeah that's iron man um and and chris evans you're like that's captain america and i look at ruff i'm like that's that's bruce banner and it was, came from a lot of his like twitchy little mannerisms in avengers one yeah yeah it's true so but like was he so it was a Ruffalo was coming off of Zodiac at that time, but I guess I guess yeah. Uh, I mean, it, you guys were talking about the 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 stock that that certain actors bring to the table. Yeah. Like from that point of view, Ruffalo was a cast down, right? Like from Ed Norton. Ah, uh, yes. I'll, I'll Ed Norton that was a cast up from from Eric Bana. Probably, but the, but the Probably. Hulk. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, the counterpoint: we still haven't got a Hulk movie since then, right? Links to Universal. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some more stuff at play. Yeah, that's but, um, fair. All right, you got you got uh, some some legends, right? To talk about. Uh, we do. I think I did. I usually we let Ricky prepare all sides of the news except for the one that's is my 
my dearest and nearest to my heart. It's the Marvel Legends. I have a billion of these behind me. I don't want to talk about how much money has been put into them, but I might. Hey, if I had to, you have to. Yeah. Just think Uh, for every toy that we show, (laughs) you're you're looking at $30. So if you look at all the toys behind them, I can confidently say that that's probably about. They only uh, sell for $30 now. That's well, like, from what's that's, behind you is probably like one eighth of your collection or more. What's behind me is less than one eighth of my okay, collection. Yeah. So it's nice. It's, it's, it's a lot. Um, yes. There's a few figures that, uh, this is a pretty sexy announced. moon Knight. I, I, I kind of dig it. It's moon Knight from the comics. It's, uh, it's really cool. He comes with like pretty much all the accessories you would ever need. And when I say from the comics, I mean, from the more modern comics. So it's a lot more black in his costume with armor plates all over and stuff. And the reason I I brought it up is because it's kind of weird and it kind of sets a weird, um, not precedent necessarily, but like, I guess it's establishing a a pattern. Uh, This Moon Knight is the exact same figure that was released in the Spider-Man Homecoming wave many years ago. Um, Different color? No, I just said it's the exact same figure. So it's got fans a little up in arms because apparently... You know, this figure is uh, on the on the secondary market is fetching is fetching a pretty ridiculous price. And Hasbro, whenever they see that happen, they tend to find a clever way of re-releasing a figure. But they usually do it a little, you know, a little more extra or something just to make it worth it. This is literally the same figure. Like I, so <laughs> it's kind of weird. So like, if you don't want to have a random vulture build a figure piece and don't want to pay hundreds of dollars yeah. you could just buy this one you. for like 25 bucks and there you go nice yeah uh he's a fan channel exclusive so you can go find him if you want uh and then the other thing they did and i want to make this very clear uh because a lot of websites are calling this a shuri black panther hasbro has not officially given this figure come a name, on but it's... they have revealed this figure <laughs> at new york comic-con last weekend they wanted to let us know that, you know, it seemed like because the new Black Panther wave is hitting stores right now and there's no Black Panther in that wave. And Hasbro wanted to make it clear that they do have a figure that will be in stores when the movie comes out. They're just not allowed to say what it is yet. Um, so I love that because they really dropped the ball on uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home and did not have <laughs> figures of the characters that everybody was excited to see. <laughs> and those figures won't come out until next year. So um, that's I'm glad I'm glad to know that they are not dropping the ball entirely and will include a Black Panther figure in their Black yeah. Panther wave. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, last update, uh, slightly before the uh, New York Comic Con, uh, Hasbro actually revealed which i kind of guessed with you guys a few a few weeks ago right Ricky? yeah said, the goblin um, queen right or the next one the next tier would be the goblin queen in the ghost rider has lab um campaign and i was partially right we were uh, i think is, the question was how were they going to do her costume as a toy right that was the, uh yeah a, a lot of fans are not happy with this are you familiar with the goblin queen adam i'm not oh you're not she's you know you, i mean are you a ghost rider fan not really, to be honest. Oh, it doesn't matter because she's not a Ghost Rider character. <laughs> uh, um, she is an X-Men villain. And I think that's one of the many reasons that revealing this character uh, last week has done nothing for the campaign. Um, I think fans are a little upset at one, 
the lack of cleavage on this figure, which gross. It's I mean, whatever. It's fine. Um, but two, the fact that they are just throwing in characters that have nothing to do with Ghost Rider just to make people feel compelled to buy this thing. And I can't help but feel for people who are giant diehard X-Men fans. And this is an evil clone of Jean Grey. Um, why do I have to collect a giant $300 car and a Ghost Rider just to get my my Madeline Pryor figure? I'll, I'll split the car with you if you, you know, I'll just take the car <laughs> if you want the, the Goblin. Okay, you're... you're I'm, you're not talking about we're not talking about me i want it all like <laughs> my thing is i don't discriminate i love all of marvel um and so that's why i have this unhealthy i mean it's a collection at, of legends at, uh, at the rate that that campaign's going that that thing's not going to get me it's going in the it's going in the negative direction and that's bad that's like i don't know if hey i don't know how how well you guys know analytics or anything like that but when the numbers go down instead of up it's not good. It's not good. It's <laughs> never good. Yeah. It's unfortunate too, because like the first six days of that campaign were really strong. And unfortunately we're like 23 days um, beyond that. And those days didn't matter. I at mean, all. I'm like, confident we'll get a Robbie though, if that thing doesn't come out, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, Are you, yeah. feel, you don't, you don't collect uh, Marvel legends, correct? Or do you? No Marvel Legends. I collect. I've got every sideshow statue of the Hulk and and a pretty extensive Funko. Like every Chase, every Hulk Funko. Yeah. What What's the appeal to sideshow versus like a Hot Toys? Is it the yeah, uh, I, the posability? The not the no. See, I don't even buy the I don't even buy the premium ones like the figures. I mean, I got mm -hmm. the. See, I got the sideshow doesn't move. It's yeah, just yeah, sideshows are statues. I mean, I got the. I mean, this one behind me. It's a. It's a big boy. It's Hulk versus Hulkbuster. I mean, it's yeah. huge. It's heavy. You lift it. It's like fifty pounds. Um, you know, there's just something to. I mean, I've got a lot of these these sideshow ones. Oh. There's just something. There's just a quality to them that's just great. I mean, they're thick. They're heavy. They've got incredible detail. Um, from top to bottom and you know they run anywhere from like 150 to 210 this is one of the smaller ones i've got some of the bigger ones this one's probably a 12 inch there's some 18 and then i've got the 24 inch hulk versus hulk buster behind me i want to buy the uh hulk bust like the you know one-to-one -one scale hulk bust my wife said no yeah. she's never said no to anything hulk related except that she was like i'm not gonna have that in my house <laughs> yeah you know i actually it's hard to see but i actually do have a she hulk and a black cat sideshow uh, on each side of me up on top of those shelves. Love it. Um, funny thing is like um, they're gifts. I, I don't like, I've only ever bought one, one sideshow in my life. It was uh, a, surprisingly another She-Hulk, um, which is so weird to me because I'm a giant Spider-Man fan, but I think my <laughs> appreciation for She-Hulk hit me at a time when I had a lot of disposable income. Perv. Um, and, and so <laughs> I have a Mike Deodato like She Hulk with like uh, like army boots and pants and stuff and nice. and um, she broke last year and I'm really sad. So, uh, but that's one of the reasons I don't collect sideshow is because <laughs> oh my god when they break, my heart man my heart it hurts so much. So, I mean I I bought a special pedestal just for this Hulk by Hulkbuster. Yeah, and you kind of have to, right? Yeah, but I mean it lights up. It's it's the the craftsmanship is unbelievable yeah i had uh, are you familiar with aspen comics yeah. like fathom and stuff oh, yeah. um i had a 
I had a fathom uh, statue um, that, and it's, it's really precariously propped up on like this, this um, weird uh, water, like piping, like to, to make it look like she's floating on water and stuff. Um, it's a, it's a solid piece of plastic, but like the problem is I had her on display up, up top on like way out of reach of people. And, uh, one day years after I owned her, I just hear a crash oh. and, and we go and we find out cause it was a hot, it was a hot day. The, the plastic just opened enough from the heat and the whole figure came loose. And I'm like, you don't expect these things to just go bad on you after years of, of having them, you know, safely tucked away. But sometimes you it just happens. have a ghost in your house. Like that's I do. what it sounds like. Yeah. I'm going to go with the ghost. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so these, so these incidents in my life have just scared me away from those things. You know, like one time Ricky came over to my house. He wanted to see my Marvel legends collections. He opened up a drawer cause I keep them in drawers. Uh, he pulled one out. Leg came off. That was, was pretty like, hilarious. So I just do? literally picked it up, and I mean, yeah, you, you talk about ever... the plastic decay on those yeah. things. Like, but you know what I did? I went on Amazon and I bought a replacement for twenty bucks. You know what I mean? Like, and like, so that's that's why I that's why I cope with these figures because nice. I'm too scared, man. I'm too scared. I'm, uh, I'm with you. But I don't have any other uh, toy news. I think that was it. I think we're it. Um, yeah, we're redundancies. Uh, basically, if you have not backed the HasLab and and you really want to know what's going to come, just go do it. Because otherwise, like, it's just gone. And, like, you know what's really sad? That thing was my birthday present. And now I'm not even going to get it. Aww. It's just like, like it's not. <laughs> I'll take the money, not right? Like, exist. Well, yeah, I guess I could, or we'll just end up saving it. I bought one. That was the first Haslev I I back, so I'll, I'll be pretty bummed. Yeah, go through. It's gonna be sad. But let's cheer. Let's cheer us up with some trivia for for Adam. Oh. You say, oh boy, like you're not excited about this? No, I'm excited. Let's go. Okay, so normally, I don't know if you've seen on the show, I uh, like when I do whip up trivia, we don't do it if there's like a busy, like busy, you know, evening of lots of stuff to discuss. But um, you're new to the show and I had I yeah, had to yeah. do one. And and Ricky, Ricky is, you know, you're mutual. You have mutual acquaintances and that's how we, we okay. got you on here. I've never met you before today. And so oh, all sure. I've heard is this man loves the whole the whole man. And the so I was man. like really really like that much and then you know i gave you a little form to fill out to give you responses and like i saw some of your responses and was like this man loves the hulk like a <laughs> lot Huge so man. i decided i'm like okay usually for my my trivia is i kind of go softballs um because i like to like show how little ricky knows and, yeah and, yeah and i try to make the guest look pretty good I think that would be doing you a disservice if I threw you softballs. Because... What color is the Hulk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think I I'm gonna create. I created ones that I think for sure Ricky will get wrong. Some of them, some of them, and I think you won't get them wrong. That's my guess. I hope. So what are you gonna do? Like ask? Are you gonna ask him first and see if I know it? So I'm gonna put trivia questions out here, but unlike previous ones, Ricky. I'm okay. not providing you multiple choice. Oh shit! Okay. Damn. So I mean, all right. Oh here we man. Go. 
I okay. think I think we're in for something cool here, guys. All right, let's throw it out. All there. right, I'm going. I'm going for the throat tonight. Okay, it's gonna be good. Love it. I believe in you, Adam. Though I really do. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, great. Ricky's gonna Come Ricky's on. gonna go first. <laughs> I already. I, I know this one though. I know it's great. What was the Hulk's original skin color? It's gray. It's gray. It's gray. Yeah. yeah. All right. As long as Adam concurs. I had to throw one softball in. Was that a do you know why? Do you know why it went from gray to green? I know why, but I would love for you to explain it. Do you know, Ricky? I'm not. I'm not joking. I would assume it's just like an ink, an ink thing, right? It was. It was an ink thing. Yeah. It was. Yeah, the gray was. Uh, All the reprintings of this issue actually do show him in green on the cover because Marvel would prefer to have that like consistency. But but isn't the the Gray Hulk is now a character in the comics? Well, let's keep going before you just. It's a (laughs) trivia. Do you know you know why I never put these on TikTok because of that? Okay. Because you, I can't do <laughs> can't do short trivia's with your butt. Well, you know we got fifteen um, seconds. How many issues did the original Hulk series last? That's six. Um, that's a <laughs> it's six. I'll throw ten out there. Let's say ten. Seems like an uh, even I number. Mean, I'm pretty impressed that you didn't you weren't paying attention in the uh, in the green room before the show because. Uh, Adam literally mentioned that, uh, and I was like, "Damn there? it! Stop mentioning it, Adam, because it's one of my trivia questions." <laughs> He's like fighting a- the Metal Master. So yeah, there was there was the original six. I own number four and number six, and um, and then they brought him back in Hulk one hundred two. Yeah. When did he? Um, it, when did he go it was, green? It was canceled. He went green oh, he in was... Hulk number two. Okay. Yeah, number two. Yeah, number two is the first appearance of Green Hulk. All right. Adam is not letting me down so far, but he probably thinks these are super <laughs> easy questions. I get that. And now the other reason I rudely cut off Ricky a moment ago is because he was about to give away another one of my freaking trivia questions because he talks too much. Um, what oh. alias does the Grey Hulk um, use? It's it's a Joe Fixit, right? It's, Good it's job. Dumb... And by the way, I copied that text. I just noticed that they spelled Grey as in G-R-E-Y. I hate when they see that because... It's he's it's G R it's G R A Y. The only reason I know Joe Fixit is is because I think I unbox that 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 toy at your house and i was like this thing looks dumb <laughs> hulk and a fedora is dumb like, um <laughs> i'm gonna say adam doesn't agree with hulk and a fedora is dumb well let me guess you're gonna the image you're gonna have is wolverine number eight wrong but still uh, still, good though. Right. still good though it is joe fix yeah pimp joe fix it yeah Hell yeah i love joe fix it so um, Adam and I discussed this earlier, but um, I, I actually uh, we both we both grew up in Las Vegas, um, and so I just happened to be reading an issue of Hulk where he was the Joe Fixit uh, persona when I was a kid living in Vegas, and I was like, "Hey, that's where I live," you know. And so it was cool. <laughs> it was cool to see the Hulk hanging out there. So I have a special place in my heart for this Hulk because he made me feel seen a little bit. I guess I don't know. Love it. What do you? Do you feel that way? Do you get do you get that from him? I mean, I, I I love how it sort of like comes back to Hulk one because I don't think I mean I think if you were to ask ninety nine percent of people who've ever heard of the Hulk or the Avengers, you say what color what colors has he been? No one will ever understand gray. So I just yeah. love that they brought it back there, and I love the Wolverine number eight iconic cover of Wolverine and and you know Gray Hulk kind of hanging out. Joe, I know fixes. I know the cover. I just I yeah. Didn't. I was trying to go for something a little more contemporary, but no, you nailed it. I feel you. I feel you. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love this character and I swear this is the last one. 
that Adam will feel like these are way too easy because the next one's going to get Ricky for sure. Okay. Here we go. Who's the mother of Hulk's son? Uh, I, I read this today too while I was just researching this show and figuring this out. Um, a lady on the planet Sakaar is where I'll, I'll go. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, she has a name, but yeah, that's I right. Think I, I think I win by default there. Mm, no, you don't. Um, Adam, you want to give us the answer? Yeah, the name is Queen I, Queen Kyra the Old Strong. King Kyra the Old Strong. Queen Kyra the Old Strong. Ky- Kyra. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There she is. Kyra the, the Old metal Strong. Lady? Or is she? Or uh, that, no, or, she's okay, gray. She's gray. She's from a race of people on Sakaar that are gray. Um, C. Carl Soda, my lovely wife, just asked, didn't you do a toy photo of that Wolverine cover, Dennis? Uh, no, I did not. That's that's you're thinking of something different. That is the original first appearance of Wolverine, which was in a Hulk cover featuring uh, Wendigo. Um, but uh, Adam is referring to a really sick. Um, was it Frank Miller? I can't I can't remember who drew that cover, um, it, but it's I. Yeah, no, it, no, it, never mind. I almost said Todd McFarlane, but it's not McFarlane. It's no, I think it, it might be Frank Miller. Yeah. Um, I think I love oh, that cover. It might be McFarlane now. I can't think of it, but yeah, well, it's I always think, I always mix up that and and Hulk three forty, which is the McFarlane cover where, where you see Hulk's reflection and the uh, Wolverines. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Sorry. Yeah, that's what that's where I always go to. But I think that yeah. one's McFarlane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. All right, one last question before we uh, move uh, switch gears to the other the other stuff that we got planned for the night. Um, here we go. This is for Ricky first. What has the Hulk's extrasensory perception allowed him to do? Uh, like what? So, okay. Mm, can he? I don't, I don't fucking know. Like what? Like <laughs> he has more powers than being strong. Like he does. And I think Adam knows them. Oh man, I I think he can. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark in this. I don't know. That's not a shot in the dark if you say I don't. Uh, know. I don't know. I I don't even know. Like what else, what other powers could this dude have? <laughs> well, he's got healing powers. Okay, that's a given. Is, that, is that where you're going with this? No, I'm talking about his his little known extra sensory, as in perception, perception powers. Hmm. Perception powers. Like he can detect danger, like he has a spidey sense, is that what you're saying? No. Mm. I might be stumped too. On oh, like, nice. like he but detects... I, I think it's, I think I just need to understand uh well wait, you'll show me and then I'll be like, damn it, that was obvious. Like he can detect radiation, like he's a Geiger oh. with a Geiger counter. Well, he, yeah, that's that is true. I mean, he can he detect can... radiation. Is that, is that where we're going with this? That is like a partial, but no, that is not where we're going. I'm reading Dennis. This is he, not where he was he going. He can tell that. True North because he's somehow... Oh, magnetic. man, you're so close with my backup answer, but I'm just going to give you this now. Uh, he can see ghosts. He can actually what? interact with ghosts, too. Yes. Is it like some dumb science electromagnetic reason or whatever no uh comics have actually more uh i guess lately retconned it to be that it's possibly also banner can do this too 
uh, and it has to do with some traumas that he experienced, but he undoubtedly can see and interact with them better when he is the Hulk. Um, yeah, it just has to do with some weird stuff that he, he can do. Uh, are you familiar with this, Adam? I am, but I was not sure where that was heading. <laughs> there is actually a, uh, a, I had a backup answer in place in case either of you got it. And Ricky almost stumbled onto it, but in like this weird <laughs> way. Uh, weird other uh, power. He has a homing ability. No matter where he is anywhere in the universe, um, he can always direct himself back to the New Mexico test site where he was created. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He just, for some reason, he just goes that way. He just knows, and, knows his home. Yeah. And they've done different stories to connect it to this, you know, the astral thing, the ghost thing. But then there's other stories that have retconned that to say. Where did you find no. this, like, screen cap? Like, where's this from? It's literally just the Hulk Wikipedia. I mean, it looks stuff. like I one guess. of the first. I mean, it's probably, this is probably. It's, from it's him talking to Doctor Strange and the Defenders. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he can do that. He can have interactions with Doctor Strange. Well, I went three, four, five, right, in this, so I feel pretty good about my Hulk knowledge. You did good. You did good. Yeah. Uh, good. I, this one was designed to possibly stump both of you, so um, I'm I'm going to say Adam just, uh, the, the phrasing wasn't good for him. Um, I feel like. I, to be honest, I really thought you were, we were talking about it like tracking gamma. Fair enough. But that's, well, that's some good shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Let's not pretend that I even knew this fun fact before today either. Uh, but I did think it was super cool. And it's the reason I love geeking out on characters every now and then. So I like when we have different guests with different specializations because it gets me to learn a little bit more about characters. Um, when I grew up, I just read those. I, I, I learned about every character by collecting the the trading cards. And then I would, get, I would get the little bios on the back and i'm like cool now i know about you know sleepwalker wow what is that um but yeah learn yeah. about morph exactly and yeah. mimic <laughs> they're two different characters um all right cool i think whether or not you guys like that we should probably move that was on fun no i like that one i like um, that but we're right, cool. i think we're in in showtime right yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna all go right. do the show now spoilers all right we waited long enough it's time to put a spotlight on she hulk we're doing two episodes because we were unable to do the show last week episodes eight and nine uh, but before we do that like i said right before this uh spoiler warning if you haven't watched the, either of the episodes i know you know the most recent one the finale just came out yesterday uh we understand it's cool. We're just nerds who like to rush and do this. But feel free to turn away, uh, come back and watch after you've or, you know watched Sheol. Uh, for those of you who refuse to listen to that warning, all right, cool. I'm I'm down to clown. I mean, I think even yeah. if we spoiled this one, like it's it would make no fucking sense <laughs> to the, to the casual. <laughs> Fair enough. I get. I Hear guess. me out. There's I this guess, robot with a hat. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I see your point. Um, with that, before we get into those, uh, just to recap, uh, the first episode that we're going to be talking about, well, I guess, we'll talk about both just together, I guess. Yeah. But um, 
Ribbit and Rippet was last week's episode. Uh, She-Hulk represents Leapfrog, who was injured due to a malfunction in his custom-made super suit. Uh, the awkwardness is Luke Jacobson, her tailor, made the suit. And uh, when she thinks she's got this case in the bag until Matt Murdock shows up to defend Leapfrog. And um, that was nerd joy. And then the next episode after that is whose show is this? Or, like, whose show is this? Sorry, I said that wrong. Um, this one uh, was the finale to, uh, this week. Jen finds herself in trouble with the, the law and struggles to pick up the pieces of her life. Um, that is an oversimplification that Disney Plus provided because they didn't really have a fancy way of saying this episode is bonkers, y'all. Um, but yeah, those are the two episodes. I want to let you guys talk about however you want. But if you need help with the structure, I can give you the names of the characters and then that might trigger stuff for you. Like, for example, if you want to start with it, how do you guys feel like this treated Jen? Getting right into it. Yeah. You're saying, so how did the final two episodes treat Jen? Yeah. I've got harsh thoughts on this and you told me, Dennis, you loved it. So, all right, I'm just going to jump in. So we talked about... Rip it and rip it. Whose show is this, right? So we talked about whose show is this. And yet... Over the final two episodes, by the way, I want nothing else than for Jen to go off. And and I don't even need her to be like a Hulk and go smash a bunch of shit. But she's been fucked with for nine weeks. And she deserved some semblance of something. And realistically, love Daredevil showing up. Cool. Excited. The music played. I literally like <laughs> gasped just as hard as I did in No Way Home. And yet, and then in you know, episode nine, which maybe we'll jump into in a minute, it's like, I didn't feel like Jen got to shine at the end of the show. And that bugged me. We never, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, like the thing with Kevin and all that was interesting, but I just didn't feel like she got her ending. We're, we're talking about, she's like this independent woman and, and she's got these powers and she's doing these things. And, and like the final, the final scene is basically, Matt Murdock kind of stealing the show. And then there's this gasp moment and it's Bruce and, and scar. And you're like, and the, sh- I mean, my thoughts, and I think we'll probably jump back to eight or nine, take the finale, make it episode eight and literally have episode nine end the way the episode eight ended with her guns pointed at her and her looking into the camera and end it right there. And then pick it up in captain America, new world order pick it up somewhere else. I I don't know. I just, I love Daredevil, but he took away from Jen in the final two. I, I'll agree. I, I, I have the same, same sentiment kind of towards you, Adam. Like it, I love the Kevin stuff. I, that whole fourth wall sequence is great. It's like, so think of it like as a, a, a five course meal that, that episode, that fourth course was amazing, but it took a, it, she has no agency in, in her resolution. I felt like really, I, 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 wow. Because it's almost like it's almost like a fantasy that 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 fourth wall scene. It's I I would equate it to like a dream sequence. While the resolution that's unfair happened. because because have you equated every single other fourth wall break in the story as a dream sequence? Yeah, but has any other fourth wall break been so like egregious? You know, like. 
looking. I mean, there's a difference between looking at the camera and then ripping open Disney Plus. She's not just looking at the camera though. She's literally telling you, "I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this is the cameo show." Blah blah blah. Remember that joke? She's she's talking to you as someone who's fully aware that she's in a TV show. Like that's the whole point of the show, right? Is it's a sitcom. I, I think they it's, went it's, from like zero to a hundred. Yeah, I agree. And that, and I was that, gonna say like, yeah. They went to the logical, the logical <laughs> explanation because, uh, like, and I'm not trying to be gatekeeper or whatever, but like, fans of the comics of the She-Hulk comics, I'm pretty sure love that sequence. Because she rips open pages in the comics. She yeah. rips pages in the comics. Yes, she yeah. literally. She got to design her own ending, which is exactly what Sea Cow Soda is saying too, um, and that's that's all the agency like she got to decide i think i think i think the problem is like does that translate translate to tv though like you know it i well that's up to that's up to disney and their data scraping mm -hmm. to decide that right <laughs> yeah. but but here's the thing if it's a sitcom if it's mm -hmm. a true sitcom a sitcom doesn't end with this horrifying cliffhanger that people have violated her privacy and uh captured her in her most intimate of moments and you'll have to wait till next year to find out where this salacious story is going that's not a sitcom like no episode of 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 married with children ever ended on that that note right <laughs> um so it's it's up to the viewer to to remember what this show is it's a sitcom mm -hmm. and in sitcoms the status quo is maintained by yeah. the end of, of every season Right. So to, like to their she's credit back to being a lawyer, but now she gets to be a lawyer and understand that she has the power to do good for people both in and out of, of the courtroom. You know, that's why Matt was so important to that. Those last two episodes, other than being the most charming freaking dude ever. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I was just in love with him. Um, I you don't <laughs> understand as a Daredevil and She-Hulk fan. I've known for a long time that Daredevil was going to be in this show. And as much as that excited me, that's not what I wanted the most. I wanted Matt Murdock in a courtroom with Jennifer Walters. Yeah. And I wanted him to cheat. Like, because that's why Daredevil wins. He wins because he cheats. And it's awesome. <laughs> because he's always on the right side of justice, right? Like, I mean, we're not denying that he has a... He also listens to your heart. He knows when you're good. He knows these things, you know, like he's cheating all the time. So I don't mind Jen losing to Daredevil because she represents some scumbags, right? Like that's kind of her deal. <laughs> and so like, I love that episode because it lets Daredevil give her that little push she needs to understand you don't have to just settle for these scumbags, right? You can do this two ways there's two ways to do this um i love it i loved it so much and so bringing him back as the cherry on top in the second <laughs> episode oh god that was that was just so much nerdgasm for me because like i love that he got to be he got to be treated as the prize right in the in the same way that usually like uh, i mean i just hope it doesn't end when I think it's a safe bet to assume the Daredevil show will take place in New York, right? Like, I think, <laughs> right? So, there are they, you know, 
oh, what happened to Jen? She's stuck in L.A. Like, would you be satisfied with some type of cop-out answer on why she's not in that show? Why she's not in which show? In the in Daredevil. The Daredevil. I don't. I don't think there will be a cop out answer for that. I think she will be in that show. She might not stay in that show because you know. I think that was the other most adorable thing about this episode or these two episodes with him is he got to be he got to be happy. He got to smile, and you just know <laughs> you just know when he goes back to Hell Kitchen, Kingpin's gonna stir shit up. You're gonna kill Foggy. Just everybody dies, gets AIDS, does all Karen this horrible Page, stuff. And she's killing them all. Yeah, yeah Karen Page and is then, dead. And then <laughs> he doesn't get to smile like... again, right? He doesn't get to smile in his own story because it's so like the way the story's told on TV is so freaking tragic constantly. We love it. We eat it up. But it's really come on. It's really nice to see that guy smile on She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> and I don't think that chemistry. You just let that go. Like, Marvel's not going to drop the ball on that. Like, they've literally shown you through this entire season of She-Hulk how self-aware they are. Uh, yeah, that's and a how little aware joke. They... We've been, we've been yeah, historically and... low on that department. Or Exactly. <laughs> and how aware they are of what their fans want. They know. Like, they like you think that's the last time we see Madison? Come on, man. I think that Madison is coming back Madison. in some capacity. People love her too much. In regards to like episode eight and nine, I will say I liked how they didn't see how, how can I phrase this. They didn't they didn't Disneyfy slut shaming. Like I clenched my yeah. pearls when they when they caught her a slut in episode eight. It's like what they, they handled it real. Right? Yeah, like like, they, like holy shit! Like, I didn't. That's yeah, crazy. And, and I know we, I know it would have been nice to see her smash more, but I thought the two times that she smashed in that episode were really well done because one, we got the one episode where, or the one part where she's out with, with Daredevil and they're fighting goons. They were definitely goons, not henchmen. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she got to do her She-Hulk smash a little bit and, and that was fun. And everything. That was a and great scene. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, when the slut thing happened, like she got to smash again, right? But this time when she did it, it scared people. And even just on that small level, right? Like, would we love to see her destroy buildings? Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome, right? Like we everybody wants to see Hulk and She-Hulk do the most powerful things ever, because it's cool, it's nerdy, but patience, patience is a virtue, right? Like we'll get those things. But for well, the sitcom, I, I felt like I felt like even her power was just off. You've got the wrecking crew and she's fighting them like she's a Hulk. You know, she could flick one and they'd go 200 yards. And, and you know, the fight with Titania, I'm like, you know, her her power, even fighting the, you know, even with the Daredevil, you know, the, the team up fight and Leapfrog's Lair was the lily pad. It just felt like they she has more power than they maybe gave to her and i and i was kind of thinking she's still trying to she's still trying to figure it out she's not mad so maybe she's not hitting as hard but i just felt like you're a hulk you know and i and i felt like you could have even had that like fun light scene where you're running through the lily pad fighting these guys and but she could be literally like throwing people through brick walls but but you know the the thing the thing the thing i think that's being overlooked here and i know there are arguments to be made against it but she's not just a hulk She's a lawyer too. 
<laughs> There's a lot of litigation that goes into her severely damaging. Well, she's a public figure, now. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one thing for Daredevil to break a window versus her that's breaking kinda, building. That's kind of why I was so shocked by how badly she destroyed that parking lot. Um, I was like, "You're a lawyer. What are you doing?" You know, but <laughs> but I really liked that that at the the, the the end of that scene where Daredevil's like, "So this your first parking lot you destroyed?" And she's like, "Oh, you're right. I should leave a note." You know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's the only superhero leaving notes after she does you know property damage. That's that's freaking awesome. Uh, by the way, She Hulk. Uh, I mean, Sea Cow Soda had a few things extra to add to our conversation. Uh, fourth wall breaks are nods to Ally McBeal as well, I believe. Uh, I believe they are. I think there was no secret that um, She-Hulk was the inspiration for Ally McBeal. I think that's what we're, we're saying. Um, <laughs> no, I think, I think uh, you know, having those fourth wall breaks uh, and having did. the show line up with, with Ally McBeal, that's no coincidence. Like, those two things have a, a very... They, if you've ever read those She-Hulk comics from like Dan Slott or even John Byrne, um, there's a lot of that same kind of comedy. And so I, I get it. I totally do. And then Sea Soda also wanted to add, Madison was engineered in a lab to entertain us. Um, <laughs> by the way, I don't, I don't think she had two Ys in her name. I think she spelled it. Yeah, wrong. yeah you got to. It's one Y and two Ns, but they're not where you think. Um, <laughs> and then... I'm going to say that every week on this show, just so you know, I have so far. Uh, and then, LOL, if women used all our powers and strength every time when, uh, men pissed us off. And <laughs> I mean, I get what she's saying, but like, in all honesty, just from the comic book nerds, like, uh, point of view, I totally get what you're saying. And like, uh, about, you know, oh, that's not Hulk power on display and stuff like that. But as a Spider-Man fan, I'm always like having to suspend my disbelief for when he fights thugs. You know what I mean? Like this guy, like these characters, just like the Batman argument, right? Like Batman beats the shit out of people. <laughs> these characters are heroes and they're, they're canonically famous for pulling their punches when necessary. You know what I mean? So like as much as it'd be cool to see her flick a wrecker across the, the, the city blocks and stuff like that. Like, I don't, and it's okay that I don't get that all the time. And so, but with that said, I do know that there is a large disparity in general with power scaling of all the characters in the MCU. And you just have to accept at a certain point that their powers are just going to do what the story needs them to do at the time. And like, hopefully, you know, one day we get the depiction that we want to see. Yeah, it's called Secret Wars in 2026. I think it is called Secret Wars. You'll, you'll yeah. see them, yeah. you'll, you'll see She-Hulk yeah. throw a... a yeah, she's gonna planet. she's gonna unleash because she's gonna be the new Hulk that we have from now on at some point. Because I don't think I don't think Ruffalo will do the smart thing I said he should do, which is just phone it in from his <laughs> closet for the rest of his life. Um, we'll see. Well, let me ask you this: so WandaVision, which I think back to was like just so great. It was the beginning of COVID. Mm -hmm. Every you know, we're trapped at home, and it's like Start every Wednesday. Yeah, it was like that was literally so great. And and I thought the finale was awesome. We have the Scarlet Witch done. You think about we have our new Captain America after Falcon Winter Soldier. Like we have our new cap. You think about Loki and you're like, I remember I remember that thing opened and I saw Jonathan Majors. I looked at my wife, I'm like, no shit, they did it. I was like shocked. And I feel like they've done a good job 
they did a good job early of landing these shows. And then I felt Moon Knight and I loved Miss Marvel. And then I was really disappointed with the finale. And and I would say She-Hulk, just because I love Hulk, was awesome. And and the finale just I, I I've tried to sit with it. And I've tried to just say, okay, it just felt like such an incomplete ending to me after we've spent nine episodes really going through scenes with Jen, you know, looking at her phone because she was ghosted and not feeling like she was going to get a job when she was fired and, you know, having issues with dealing with her powers and trying to find love. And I felt like we went through, so it's like they had nine episodes to do a lot of character building and, and, and then we end the show, me being the Hulk fan, not with something involving Jen, which is what I wanted, but something in, you know involving Scar, which was the worst VFX I've ever seen in my life. Um, worst but it's haircut just like, I've seen in my life. I think <laughs> it's the worst But haircut. it was just like, it was just like, it just felt so incomplete to me. And and I, and I don't know why. Like, I even episode eight, I'm like, holy shit. I literally said to my wife, I wish I would have just ended it. And, and the funny thing is we're watching the finale and then all of a sudden, like the Disney Plus screen comes on. And for a second, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And then she starts coming out and, and I'm like, oh, OK, so she's doing that. And then it kept going and it kept going and it kept going. And I was enjoying it. And then, you know, it's running and I literally paused it. And there's like it's at like minute 27. And I'm like looking at my wife. I'm like, hey we're not getting anything good here. Like we better just be happy with whatever this is. Oh man. It's, that's, that's, I don't amazing. mean in a bad I mean, way it, though. Like you know it was saying? cool, like, I, but like, yeah, I, I'll agree. Like it just kind of like, all right, we're deleting Hulk Todd. We're deleting this, this, and this. And then it like, it felt like everything got put on a bow. Like there's a bow on Jen's story now. And, and she's just, yeah. Like someone's got her blood, by the way. Someone has no, her blood. No, they scratched they scratched the blood storyline. That's what Kevin said. No, I don't think they oh they got rid of the, the blood thing. They got rid of the blood thread because the, the reality is is like she said, Todd can just be the gross guy that he is that invaded her privacy. You don't need the blood storyline to actually uh make sure him a bad guy. All the yeah. blood, or just at the end with Todd? No, he's, I mean, no, he said the storyline. The, the did he say they got rid of? Yeah, but see, I wasn't sure if that story. meant like the storyline just at that like, moment. I think I you guys feel... are. I think you guys are like really too like literally into the details of, of a whatever entire... Kevin says. No, it's it's whatever, just like, what happens. She, you guys, you guys get the point where she. She came into the real world, the real universe that makes shows, and mm -hmm. she made the writers change it. Like, or not the writers, but she made the guy in charge of it all. Yeah, like, it's not, it's existing inside of its show mm -hmm. and outside. So it has the freedom to do whatever bananas thing it wants to do. And I'm fine with that because, like, that's literally the tone that the show is set for the whole season. So, yes, while I feel you that she did have these you know these conflicts like that were showing up with her life like her personal life and and you know dating and all these things the real conflict that she had her real stakes was her struggle in finding a way to do a work life balance really right it's a balance between jen and and she hulk and that was her conflict through the whole season every episode dealt with that in some way in some degree right and so well episode was about her 
finally saying, okay, wait, none of this feels right because I've been on this journey this whole time and my journey should end with me being comfortable with who I am as She-Hulk and Jen, as a lawyer, as a superhero, as a person, as a person who just wants to go out and be. But there's, I think there's a difference between fourth wall fixing something and actually fixing something. Yes, there is. It's and... this show gets to do it because that's <laughs> that's what this show. I is. think someone's got her blood still. I think Homeboy got her blood. <laughs> like... I think her blood is out there, and that's why. And that's where we're heading for. <laughs> I think that's where New World Order is going to go. I think New World Order is going to be her blood it's, is going it's po- to. It's possible yeah. that all these things could happen too. Like, well, if well, not, what was the fucking yeah. point of all of this? The, the point was for and, and She-Hulk and Deadpool fourth wall breaking the MacGuffin. Would that be satisfying for you or no? Wait, what? If like Secret Wars ends with She-Hulk and Deadpool fourth wall breaking their way to get the MacGuffin. Well. Stop. For the record, She Hulk doesn't break the fourth wall outside of her own comic. That's what she does. Actually, I heard the right. I heard Jessica Gao say that today that they probably wouldn't be doing that outside of her her own shit. Yeah, that's oh, that's cool. Well, that's that's canonical. That's how it works. Um, (laughs) She is she is a character in the Marvel universe in all other stories, but in the She Hulk comic, she is a character that exists both in and outside of the Marvel universe. That's just how she is. So, like, for me, like, I didn't even flinch when I saw the Disney Plus screen. I knew exactly what was happening. And I had the biggest smile on my face because I was like, oh, shit, they're doing it. They're doing the thing that I was hoping. Like, you don't understand, guys. I geeked out so hard. I almost cried in this episode. Then (laughs) an hour later, I watched it again and I almost cried again because I've never seen a comic so faithfully represented on in it like uh, translated onto a different form of media you know what i mean like i've never seen it so do you think it plays that. well with just casuals or no with i don't i don't i don't no, think they won't, I think, they won't even understand it. i think it plays to very specific audiences and i think that's a tough pill for some people to swallow you know what i mean because like uh it's you know Marvel is intentionally trying to expand their audience base. That's what they do because that's what they did at the corporate level when they were just a Marvel comics. And now that's what they're doing at the corporate level where they're with Disney and they're making movies, you know, like they're going to keep expanding their reach by creating things that are flavored towards other people. You know what I mean? Um, It just so happens that like, this is not like my normal comic that I read it was like I was in my late 30s when I found She-Hulk because it had been recommended to me so many times because I might have been a little salty about like how every comic plays out the same all the time. Every story in the comics is always, you know, a formula. And somebody's like, you should try She-Hulk. And I read She-Hulk and she did this crazy fourth wall breaking all the time, manipulating the comic, doing things, making things reset retconning stuff within the 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 actual issue itself and i was like i freaking love you i love this comic i love this character and why have i never done this you know and so i'm this weird guy that likes both (laughs) the the mcu i like my hardcore frank miller daredevils (laughs) but i also like my dan slot she hulk and it's weird and so i feel very privileged to have been a fan that that gets to watch this show 
and not be upset about like the, the things that you guys are saying because like I'm like yeah but they got my She-Hulk on point man like I'm I'm really sorry for the way like this is gonna be perceived All those by some Scar people. fans out there are pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah that's I'm not a not Scar like fan, Scar. dude. I don't that even care about look Scar. Like Scar. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, Scar. I don't think you'd. I don't think you'd set up like the reason that Jen has these powers is because you had a Sakarian, you know, ship, and then you know we see Bruce like come out, go out, and then he comes back. And don't forget when when she was talking to Kevin. Do you remember what she said? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm I'm getting ready to reveal it now. I'll save it for the movie. You know, like yeah, save it for yeah. the movie. I mean, so I think she's saying either we're gonna get World War Hulk, or you know, or there we're gonna see. I mean, we already know that the leader is gonna be in Captain uh, mm-hmm. Captain America: New World Order. But see, like even with that, even with the fourth wall break, I think there's actual confusion between the three of us on how much of what was erased. I I believe that scene, and you know homeboy giving himself hulk powers on the spot was erased but i don't think they're erasing back to episodes to episode eight because if they're doing that the whole season going back to wrecking crew and what episode three was about getting her blood i mean you can't build no, all that the whole stuff season wasn't erased about it. that. The whole season was about her but, but no i think i think what adam's saying like if you if you erase something that early on then does the rest of it matter you know like i and that's the that's the problem that a lot of people are confronting right now with this show is what parts of it matter and i think the parts of it that matter are jen because it's about her and so like if you follow jen because you like her journey and you got to see her have the ultimate agency by completely rewriting her own story um then like what what does it matter what parts matter like like, okay i'm gonna get really weird on you then but like then why didn't she stop to rewrite getting ghosted why didn't she stop to rewrite you know not being able to find because she's she's rewriting her conclusion she's not rewriting all the other stuff and what she's saying is about todd specifically because i think that's what the, the hang up is um todd doesn't need to have this hulk storyline this whole blood storyline just be shitty on his own he can just be shitty on his own exactly you know and so like that storyline could or could not be erased from from the entire episode like nine episode run but it doesn't matter because like here's the beauty of she hulk is because it's self-aware and it's able to do ridiculous shit like this it can also do another comic book trope which is the retcon so if they decide that the the blood trope matters (laughs) you better believe the retcon comes back and and says oops we fixed it you know what i mean like well don't forget what was the end of episode seven they've got you know some scientist whatever he's got her blood up on the screen they're in there watching her with a camera it's like they just alluded to too many too many bigger sinister things to all of a sudden have a fourth wall break at the end just just delete it all i mean it just it would defeats the purpose of the show for me and i and i'm really big on like i want to move forward with disney and i'm i don't need like the cameos are not what i'm here for at Mm. all in fact i thought loki was perfect i got a little bored in the middle but i thought overall loki was great i thought miss marvel was great until the final episode um yeah i just i don't know i i mean i get it and i loved it and i loved it for her and i thought it was unique um it just 
it just fell so flat for me. And I honestly think if you would have flip flopped it and had eight end a little differently, but sort of similarly, I thought that would have been, but then, perfect. but then it wouldn't be a sitcom. You know what I mean? It would be something. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so like, I guess it, it determines, it, it just comes to down to like, did you want that for she Hulk? Because it would be more tonally in line with the other shows that you liked or it's like the more is part, it right? because like, it would have been appropriate for She-Hulk? It's so Dennis, what percentage of viewers <laughs> on Disney Plus? What percentage? Yeah, let's get into it. Barely right, understood right. that. Gloves are off. No, I mean I'm just yeah. curious because I mean because I like I'm curious what you think. Like, do you think that people on Disney Plus understood it? Because like my wife you know knows all things hulk and she watches every movie and at nauseum with me and she's watched every show three times with me i don't think she had any idea what was happening at that moment i paused it to explain i i think the casuals were a little lost yeah yeah. the casuals were but i think you had to be willing to accept that level of fourth wall break a and then i mean the whole kevin thing it's funny to us it's hilarious again the stupid little hat on the robot chef's chef's kiss but i love how you try to have your cake and eat it too but you love the kevin but you hate the fourth wall break but it's it's (laughs) when you think of it as a bigger picture thing right like how does they're 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 drawing a line in the sand is what they're doing and i think that's the funniest part is like i said before like the comics do this too the comics eventually make content that people don't like, like some people don't like, you know what I mean? And sometimes some people is a large audience. Like they're making comics for all the different niches because that way they can make a fan out of you when they do crossover events, right? Like they can, they can get you in on one, you know, like that's one of my favorite things about Moon Knight, Moon Knight, zero cameos, dude, zero. And like, that's what makes it so good to me is it's a perfect jumping on point now what happens when the fan the new fan of moon knight goes and watches uh an avengers movie and they see moon knight in it you know what i mean like they're gonna lose their shit because now they're gonna be like well who are all these other people that are moon knight and i understand that the two people i'm talking to can't really see that perspective because you're so far down that rabbit hole of loving all of the marvel universe that it's like duh who only likes moon knight dude my sister-in-law only likes moon knight and i think that's so freaking cool i think that's so awesome that people can find new entry points and so i think what she hulk catered to was a people who read those comics who knew exactly what was happening when that disney plus wall showed up which may be a small minority myself included b Everybody who didn't know what to expect and understood this show is weird from the very beginning when she did the fourth wall breaks, you know what I mean? And then see, I think it's, I think it's a a large contingent of women who feel highly represented because they're taking a lot of the standard tropes that are usually seen in male dominated media and they're flipping them on their head and making daredevil do the walk of shame holding his boots <laughs> that's hilarious man and the only reason that scene exists is because it's hilarious there is no 
I am I live my life in a wheelchair. I don't even need to wear shoes most of the time if I don't want to. And I still see Daredevil walking, holding his boots. And I think to myself, I don't think men actually do that normally. They just put no. their shoes on. No, that, was, that was great. But, you should call an Uber. But <laughs> did I think it was freaking hilarious because they intended to do that with this character? Yes, that was awesome to me. You know I mean, and they had a Boston Terrier in that scene. I got two of them. In fact, I have a brown Boston Terrier that the Boston Terrier running the other way it was a perfect. I thought that was great. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. And so I think those are the audience, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Does it, is it, is it weird that, okay, you're making the show that's for this, these specific people and not necessarily for everybody else, but you're still going to cram a scar in there? Yeah. But the scar was also like a joke. And so if you do get them again, which you probably will, it can, I bet you'll, I bet you they'll do it in a way that means that doesn't make it better or worse that you watch that She-Hulk. You know what I mean? Like you could still get Scar. We're going to get them with a bigger budget. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, I mean, hey. I mean, She-Hulk's expensive, right? So they had to make her change off screen. Like, I mean, but that that VFX roller coaster through the season was insane for Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk about it on the show all the time. I I think they they found the the margin. You know, you either do Thanos or you do Black Panther, Rhino. And I love they found that. Because that's what I mean. That's what I always compare it to. It's like you look at Thanos and you think like he could be standing outside and I could walk outside and see him and like I would accept that he is here. I would accept Drax. I would accept Groot. Like I would accept them. They look that good. But She Hulk, but Drax is not CG. No, No, I was just yeah. Oh, okay, Drax. I'm sorry, but like I'm just thinking like I would accept. I'm trying to. when I said Drax, I'm trying to think of who I thought of. But Groot, you meant Groot. Or, Groot, or yeah. Rocket. Or Rocket. Groot. Yeah. Rocket, Rocket like, great. Yeah, Rocket looks great too, by the way. Rocket, you can see the fur. Man, like but they're not Amazon. They they they, they found like the, the, the 70% slider level that's cheap enough, but it gets a buy. Like I think, you know. Yeah. It, it was they got diminishing returns. I feel you, but for me, like I just I set a lower bar for the special effects, knowing knowing that that was probably gonna be coming up in the show as a joke as well, because it's an unrealistic goal. And they said, like, look, would would they weigh they weigh the scales, right? Would people rather have a She Hulk, like the fans of the the, the people that could be new or people who are old fans of She Hulk, would they rather have a She Hulk now? or not have a She-Hulk at all. You know what I mean? And they weighed that and they said, it's better. It's yeah, better that we have her. She turned green and they and, said, you know what? Let's do it. And it's okay. She can be the joke. She can be the joke for now that her, her special effects aren't great because there's nowhere to go but up. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to just start doing animatic She-Hulk in the third season or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like she's only going to get better. And so I would rather have her now like locked in as a character and Tatiana Maslany is so freaking awesome. You know what I mean? She's like, perfect. She's like, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Like, as, as, as we wrap this up, I mean, are, are we happy? Not where She-Hulk is at as a character, but the She-Hulk that we got on the board at this moment in time. I'm happy with all of it, including okay. Daredevil 
like trying to have a long distance relationship with her for like the first episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. Like I I think it's great. I've been counting down to this show. Episode one, I was like incredibly hooked, and I and I mean I would give the show a nine out of ten. Seriously, I'd give it a nine out of ten. Like I thought it was that good. That's pretty good for being upset with the storyline. Like yeah, no, I mean I was upset with. I just in in the Marvel world, I need things to matter. Tony Stark had a work life balance issue. Bruce Banner has a work life. Chris Evans, you know, like was well, weird. I say Chris Evans, not crap. But anyway, <laughs> but Steve Rogers, like all of these guys, all of them have look at look at uh, Clint Barton and look at him balancing family and and work where he literally retired, comes back in Endgame. I mean, all of them are dealing with that. And yet they all have moments where they still get to go be the hero. And I mean, if you go back to episode one, Hulk's even telling her, like, you have powers this, now. This yeah. sucks. But, <laughs> but my question like, to you, my question to you is, does any of it really matter if this entire timeline was created by a oh, Kang? Get the fuck and, out of here. And get the, out of here. <laughs> and the whole, uh, the whole basis of this timeline existing is We're a random like rat of in a random now, a random right. rat in a van parked in a lot just accidentally turned on a time machine like that's the hey man, none universe. of this none of this matters it's just a celestial making one of a billion things exactly. Like, I mean, exactly i gotta renew my disney plus subscription so it's <laughs> like i mean they got what they needed out of me. But I'm saying, did you like it? Because it was fun. Like, that's the real question. I, yeah. I thought it was really... In fact, I had more fun watching this than I probably had fun, like, watching Moon Knight or even Loki. Like, I had fun. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was great. I just... I it was, you, it was nice to have a show that wasn't world-ending stakes. I love that. Um, I think, because yeah. that's where Miss Marvel fell apart for me, like, She's saving the world, and it's like yeah, Miss Marvel like, let's, just let's let's tone it, it down so a little good. bit. Miss Marvel never had a villain, like that's the yeah. real reason. Yeah. The the problem with that show, like was that good. was not the villain. Like that was her, that was that the whole. I forget what they were even called. The gin, the gin, the, the clandestine. Yeah, they were terrible villains, and they just like they just like bowed out before the final episode of the show. They weren't even in the yeah. final episode of the show. And that's even worse. Like that's yeah. But so at least Todd it, made it to the end of this show, man. Like, but you know, it's like, but did. you know, you have. So I go back though, and I think this is what's tough about this show is it feels unresolved to me. Like it feels like one more episode's needed. This they were going after her blood. Who? Someone hired the wrecking crew. Todd was involved. You you can you can tell I can't get over the blood shit. Who who was who was in the lab like analyzing her blood? You know, <sighs> with the camera on her. Here's, here's um, the thing. You're I was the leader. One day, you show me a, a radiation symbol. That's 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 the leader. It's the leader. Yeah. It's like you know, and you got who who are the you know the I don't know what to call them. Like the the people with guns pointed at her at the end of the episode goons, eight. Oh yeah, but who are was, they? Um, that was damage. Are they damage control? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. Damage control. Yeah, but like no, that was yeah. Yeah. So okay, if it's damage control, then we start getting ties to Spider Man and back to Daredevil. It, it, we it was damage control Marvel. because she ended up in the DOD uh, facility at the beginning of the yeah. next episode. Yeah, which she, that too was like it just felt that got really rushed. I hated how we like woke up. It was funny because I'm like anticipating how it's going to end, and I'm saying like, 
I hope it picks up right where episode eight left off. And I can I ask you guys one more thing. I know we're coming up on time. So episode one, we have Titania, who clearly <laughs> is a superpowered individual, breaks into a courtroom with a judge where a case is being fought, <laughs> attempts to kill the jury by throwing something at them. And yet there was never anything that came of that. Yeah, that made no sense to me. She's selling fragrances and she's, she's doing fragrances. She had low blood sugar, right? That was her excuse. Yeah, but like, and again, like the fight at the fight at the wedding with Titania, clearly Titania is in a, you know, a powered individual, but you had pissed off Jen who's swinging with the full strength of a Hulk. Wouldn't one punch. She wouldn't be sitting there with like a bloody nose or bloody mouth, whatever it is. She'd be knocked out. There was just some, trying to make sense of a couple well, things. Well, is historically like... She yeah, she's just like, a, like someone who her main, her. Well, she's like her main adversary. But yeah. like, she's but in a She-Hulk comic, the stakes are so much lower. So her main adversary uh, rarely has to end up going to prison or something like that. Or I, I, gets out of prison the next day or something like I that. I mean, I just took it as a, as a way to color the MCU, you know, in terms of... Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> like... In, <laughs> you know, there's 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 other superhero being like not every superpowered person is a a hero or a villain. You know, they're just yeah, there. and not it's and just, not everyone is necessarily completely being watched by the DOD. Yeah, all like Mister Immortal. That I thought that was pretty funny. Like he, it's a yeah. just a dude who who fakes his death. You know, yeah, he has I, powers, but like you know. I, I yeah like I love that they filled the MCU with with all this uh you know all these questions and I love that like you know you're still hung up on did the blood matter is it gonna go what's it gonna go we'll with find it? Like, out in I love in all of that two but years like, but like America, the yeah. the thing the thing that I always I've always like really stopped letting myself fall down the rabbit hole of is like and I've just embraced is that the Marvel universe no matter how much you dislike a story, give them time and they will make it better. And that has been like the whole hilarious reason why I just can't stop laughing at everybody who's upset at things going on in phase four, because by phase seven, you're going to be like phase four was so much better than phase seven. <laughs> like it's always, it's always going to be like that. You know what I mean? Like, well, the, the quality is definitely dipped. I mean, and I think that's why when you look at some of the delays that are coming up, they should delay. And I'm hoping what happened with blade. I, I have, I mean, I follow this stuff pretty hardcore. Like we know the director left mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm hoping Feige was looking at some of the pre-production stuff, reading the storyline. and was just like, dude, no, this sucks. We, you know, multiverse of madness was not what it could have been. You know, love and thunder was probably not what it could have been. Like we're hearing the audiences here. They're not happy. We got to cut the shit. We got to, we got to be better. We got to tighten or, it up. Or, or they're seeing audiences in different places or different demographics. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's been a, cause I'm going to, I wouldn't be call this my favorite MCU year. I'm going to be I, honest. I, I, we got Black Panther coming out. Earlier when Adam Adam was listing all the different Disney Plus shows mm -hmm. and stating whether or not he liked them or disliked them, I was except for Miss Marvel, I was in complete disagreement with Adam on every single one of them. And that's pretty what? interesting. Wait, I, I was. Adam liked WandaVision. You're a WandaVision fan, right? 
I did not like the ending of WandaVision. I thought the ending of WandaVision was You got the Scarlet Witch. You got the Scarlet Witch. You got... She was always the Scarlet Witch. I don't care that they didn't call her that. Um, We got to see the Mind Stone at play. You got it was Agatha all along. That was so dumb. Like, I I always knew it was Agatha. Hold on, hold on. Adam, were you on the Mephisto train or no? Uh, I wasn't on the Mephisto train. I was on the engineer being Reed Richards train for like two exactly. weeks. Exactly. You mean you mean Major Goodner? Major Goodner. You mean you yeah. mean <laughs> the horrible Major Goodner that made it impossible for me to enjoy that show because that show was built on a, a house of lies. Every single episode was feeding you Easter eggs to something that you, you, got you a Wonder Man tease in there. Yeah, there's a Wonder Man tease. There was Selva. And I'm not even mad that they did the story they did. I'm not mad at all. I actually really like the story as like from the perspective of Wanda. I think it's cool. I don't care that she's the Scarlet Witch by the end of the episode. Um, like I do like Wanda's arc. But my problem with the story is why distract fans with Easter eggs that actually don't matter to it? So when you say like the mother of all, like why did none of it matter? I look at that show and I say, <laughs> why did none of that matter? You know? Um, and then as far as Loki, I actually thought it was a real, um, it was bad storytelling. To, no, to Dennis and I disagree to though, introduce, on that one. Uh, Jonathan Majors uh, as a character that we, that we've never been alluded to throughout the show. I'm not saying it's, it's wrong for, for he who remains to be the architect of everything. I'm saying don't just introduce him at the end of the show. Like it doesn't, it doesn't follow good storytelling structure to like usually your villain, your secret, your nemesis should be somebody you met earlier in the story. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 well, off putting when it's a character that never appeared or been mentioned in the entire thing. That's just me. But we, but we, we went on this journey about to find out, oh, shit, these timekeepers were the architects of time. This is crazy. And then all of a sudden, wait that's a Disneyland animatronic. Holy shit. <laughs> and at least, and yeah. at least we got, we got some sort of payoff and it ended up being a massive payoff. And, uh, and I think they had to do that. I mean, that's, that's how you it'll be a massive payoff. That will be, it will be a it, massive payoff right I now. Say that like a, almost legitimized story. It's the not show, the Disney plus shows that moment where we're going to drop that level of a character in this show. With but the, he's with not, the knowledge of that payoff going, you know. But he's not that level of a character yet. That's the point. Like it doesn't mean anything because that character doesn't matter to people who don't know who Kang is. And but so, you don't like, know who Thanos was if you don't read the comics and you watch, I know. Him, you watch him at the end, and you're like, oh, now we know what's about to happen. This is cool. Yeah, I understand, but I'm saying like I don't. But it's a cop out because that one wasn't Kang. That's not even Kang. He's a different one. You know what I mean? He's, um, you know, different names. Conquer. Yeah, and and just the idea <laughs> that the 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 entire MCU had been scripted by that. You know, it's like, okay, that's kind of annoying. Wasn't that but... funny though? Like the so the entire MCU is scripted by this guy, mm-hmm. and then you have the Eternals, which kind of made it seem like our whole universe is just kind of bullshit. Like everything that happened with Thanos and the snap was really just a celestial getting bored and creating another planet, you know. And then all of a sudden, now you got She Hulk yeah. breaking the fourth wall, and it's Kevin. Like it, it's just interesting how I mean, I like it because I mean, it's like I say to 
I say to Liz, I'm like, Venom 2 sucked. Morbius <laughs> sucked. But if you if you just look at it and you're like, I was just reading like one comic and you just take a step back from watching Morbius, you're like, that wasn't that bad. Visually, it was kind of cool. I know that seems nuts because like everyone hates Morbius. But no, I'm like, Ricky, 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 that lens, I, I'm Morbius. like, I'm with you. Ricky it was a fun Morbius. ride. I yeah, it justified that ticket for me. My wife yeah. agrees to the point where the visuals were cool. She does feel that movie sucked. Yeah. Like, that's my that's my on its, on its cool own. Visuals, it sucks. I'm it sucks. in. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, no, I like I love it. I, I I think I think if anything, Loki made it easier for me to enjoy She Hulk because, like you know, like how many times are you gonna undo the destiny of the MCU? Um, <laughs> and, and I feel like this was the best way of doing it. Um. But yeah, like, and then uh, Moon Knight, I don't know, I can't, I can't get a read, but for me, Moon Knight was actually one of my favorite things of Phase 4. Um, mm. I actually really loved, I loved that entire what? show. I love Oscar Isaac so much, and I loved seeing him switch seamlessly between these characters throughout the whole thing. And I actually, for this show, I did, I did myself the, the disservice of reading every single Moon Knight number one. Psycho. There was eight of them. They've done, they've relaunched that title eight times. Or sorry, his first, his appearances eight times. You know, like uh, seven number ones and then the Werewolf by Night. Um, they're all, they're all not great. Like um, the newer, <laughs> the newer ones are better. Like the more, re, more recent ones. The oldest ones are quite problematic. Uh, they even actually come with a warning on Marvel Unlimited when you, when you try to read them, eh? Hey, this is from a different time, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, um, and honestly, I would say the show did it better than all of those issues. I mean, but again, those, I, 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 I see all those with same with York. Like, am I happy with the Moon Knight we have at the end of that show? Yeah. And that, yeah, and exactly. that ultimately, that's what matters. Like, that's like the number one selling point for me on the show is like, if it's something's good or not, if I'm happy with where they leave that character, you know cool and in fairness, because I, I know i'm gonna get more with time i think that's why we can still do the show together every week when i don't wring your neck you know what i mean because like <laughs> we still come out both of us liking the thing just that we we go different directions to get there you know yeah and that's fun i, I like it and it's i and i like i respect the reasons that you you didn't give it a 10 which by the way i would give that show a 10 i would give she you give moon Knight a 10 no she hulk a 10 i'd give she hulk a 10 all day Every day, That's I don't even the, care about the special effects because Ricky knows, Ricky knows my bar. My bar is if they're better than the Rhino and Black Panther, they're fine by me. That Ricky, Rhino, what do you give it out of ten? She Hulk. Yeah, I would say it's an eight. Eight out of ten. I was gonna say he's gonna say eight. It's an eight. <laughs> I had fun. I, I had fun with all of it. Like I, I, I love that we, that we nitpick all the all these shows, but like. Did I enjoy my time with the show? Yeah, you know that's that's a win for me. That's all I need. In the in my in my pantheon of superheroes that I like, Marvel superheroes that I cherish above all others, it goes Spider Man, Daredevil, She Hulk. I think as a Spider Man fan, She Hulk was the best representation of a, or a translation of a comic book that I enjoy. Period. Like Daredevil's close. But I've never gotten my Spidey on the same level of, of accuracy that I did with She-Hulk. 
or Daredevil, honestly. So, and bonus that Daredevil was freaking in this and was and hooked up with her. I was like, if you got Tom Holland to just show up for five seconds to like hang out with Scar, <laughs> I would have been like, best thing ever made. Just best thing ever made. Um, that would have been it. So, yeah. I understand my biases and I now I understand your biases and I think that's cool. You know, so I appreciate that you came on this show to to share yours, your your experiences about the Hulk and the show and Werewolf by Night and everything with us. And I had a blast, but we do have to wrap this up. Uh yeah, that was a good one. way over. Yeah, I had a lot of I had a lot of fun. I think we no, this is great. Too. Appreciate you both for having me. Yeah, no problem. And if you want, you can even hang out more and we can talk about whatever. Or continue talking more about She-Hulk. Um, on what do, what do we got next on? What's we got Black Panther, right? That's, oh, that's, that's do you not know up. what we're talking about next week, Ricky? What are we doing next week? I I didn't read the notes. Black Adam. <laughs> oh shit! I have to watch that. <laughs> Wait, were you not gonna watch Black Adam? I don't know if I was gonna watch it by Friday. I can. Just to be, just to be clear, Adam, this is why we call this the mostly Marvel okay. podcast yeah, because. We're... I actually truly do love DC, not as much as I love Marvel, but yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and and it 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 hurts me every How time they, they get it they get it wrong in the movies. They get it the wrong movies. a lot. I think yeah. Black Adam will be good. Um, I want Black Adam to be good, and that's why I'm gonna go see it on Thursday. I'll do it. I'll do it. What we'll were you gonna say about it? Too. No, I, I think it'll be good. I just DC just can't get their shit together. I and. <laughs> Oh, and I thought I thought mm, I don't know, and I thought the new Batman sucked. Oh, that's we finally bomb. kind of agree on oh, something. That's my bomb yeah. to drop at the end of the show that the new Batman. I love it. I love it. I fell he asleep just, in the theater. Just the music didn't keep over, you awake. Man. No, the music put me to sleep because it never stopped. <laughs> just won me over. Okay, for reals though, we really got to wrap this up. Thank you to Adam and Ricky right. for nerding out with me tonight. Uh, back next week to discuss black adam with uh ricky and a special guest um thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth and to our audience for tuning in if you had fun you remember please remember to like and subscribe uh and check us out on patreon for our after show the soapbox where ricky and adam will be joining me uh and it's going to be starting in a few moments from now uh and before i sign off officially adam do you have anything that you want people to know where, where they can find you or anything uh, not, follow fine. me on Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Green Bomley. Tweet a lot about like business, Marvel, sports. But yeah, just at Green B A U M L Y. Um, the rest of my life, no one would really care about. But I do tweet a lot of Marvel stuff. Awesome. Instagram too. Instagram, it's at Green Bomley, and um, we're going to be doing some cool shit for Halloween. So if you like Marvel costumes and cosplay, you'll probably like some of those pictures. Well, I think you hey. got at least two followers right now. Yeah, but I just, just <laughs> followed up. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, as always, you can find me on DenX Media all over the place. And with that, I think we're out of here. See you next time on DenX Elsier, True Believers. Enough said. See you guys.